G'day and welcome to Partake. Today I want to talk about the Christian disciple and suffering. Jeremiah chapter 37 verse 11 After the Babylonian army had withdrawn from Jerusalem because of Pharaoh's army, Jeremiah started to leave the city to go to the territory of Benjamin to get his share of the property among the people there. But when he reached the Benjamin gate, the captain of the guard whose name was Irijah, son of Shelemiah, the son of Hananiah, arrested him and said, You are deserting to the Babylonians. That's not true, Jeremiah said. I am not deserting to the Babylonians. But Irijah would not listen to him. Instead he arrested Jeremiah and brought him to the officials. They were angry with Jeremiah and had him beaten and imprisoned in the house of Jonathan the secretary which they had made into a prison. Quite possibly the biggest question Christian disciples ask themselves or is asked of them by others concerns the problem of suffering. Everybody has an opinion about it and I will start out by saying I don't have all the answers but hope to give some idea as to what the Bible says about suffering. And many people mention suffering as the main reason they do not believe in any form of God, whether that be a personal God or an impersonal and impassive God. What is true of all humans, however, is that we all suffer in some way. It is an endemic part of human life. And suffering of any kind leaves some sort of scar or mark. Do you have scars? physical, emotional or mental scars due to sickness somebody else sinning against you or as a result of your own sins scars come as a result of human life are you suffering today from sickness and illness and disease are you suffering today because of somebody else's actions one man who knew suffering was the man Jeremiah in the verses we just read out and not just the suffering in the passage, but he also endured persecution from his family. Jeremiah 12 verse 6. He was mocked and despised by his peers. Jeremiah 20. He was arrested, beaten and falsely imprisoned. In that passage we read earlier, Jeremiah chapter 37. But what other kinds of suffering are there? There's man's inhumanity to man which causes suffering. There is suffering from man's willful disobedience against God, as when Adam ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, Genesis chapter 3. Suffering was not part of God's original creation, and only came in after this event. There is also suffering as a result of the action of others, as in the story of Joseph being sold into slavery by his brothers, Genesis chapter 37. There is physical suffering, John 9 verse 1 and mental suffering, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Finally, there are spiritual sufferings. There's the work of Satan, such as Job endured in Job chapter 2 verse 7. There's suffering from the world, 1 John 2 verse 15 to 17. Then there's suffering resulting from persecution because of maintaining our Christian beliefs. Acts 16 verse 19 to 24 is an example. And then there's the Christian disciples' old and deceptive sinful nature raising its ugly head against us. Romans 7, 18-24 And what is the purpose of suffering? Often when confronted with suffering, the main question asked is, 
why would a loving God allow suffering? And scripture offers a little insight into the purpose of suffering. Suffering produces fruit such as patience, Hebrews 10 verse 36, or joy, Psalm 126 verse 6, wisdom, Psalm 94 verse 12, and maturity, 1 Peter 5 verse 10. Then there's suffering in order to silence Satan, just as God allowed Satan to cause Job to suffer in order for Job to prove that he loved God for who God was and not for what God gave him. Job 1 verses 8 to 11. Then there is suffering which results in God being glorified. John 11 verse 1 to 4. And there's suffering to continue transforming us into the very image of Jesus, who being fully God and fully man, endured the suffering of the cross for the sake of all humanity. Philippians 3 verse 10. Then there's also to teach us dependence upon God and to have faith in Him. John 15 verse 1 to 5. And another reason is to increase our witness to those outside of the Christian faith of God's goodness. 2 Corinthians 1 verses 3 to 7 and how is the Christian disciple to respond to suffering naturally we either treat it too flippantly or we take it far too seriously the response that God wants his disciples to have to suffering is to be exercised by it the Christian disciple is to commit any suffering we endure to God and understand that he is faithful and that it will eventuate in his glory and for our own good. Romans 8.28 and 1 Peter 4 verse 18 We are to be joyful when enduring suffering of any kind. James 1 verse 2 Now I admit that that can be hard to do, but we are not left alone. The Holy Spirit indwells us, and as one of his names suggests, as the Comforter, he provides comfort during the times of suffering. And what is God doing about suffering? We know that God is personal. And we know that as Jesus was both fully God and fully human, that God himself has suffered. God, who is without sin, became sin. The great God, who is outside of time, entered time and history in Jesus Christ. The God of the Christian disciple intimately knows what suffering is like because of the suffering Jesus endured on the cross. Before he was arrested, Jesus suffered such anxiety and mental anguish that he perspired blood. Luke 22 verse 44. That is why as Christian disciples we have a hope, because the God we serve personally knows our suffering and has endured suffering just like us. That is why we know God is a personal God, and what is God doing now about suffering? Well, one day, one glorious and majestic day, every kind of suffering will be banished for those of us who love him. Revelation 21 verse 4 God will wipe away our tears. There will be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying, and no more pain. For these former things have passed away. What a glorious day it will be for those of us as his Christian disciples who love him now. God himself 
with our face in his hands wiping away our tears when our king returns there will be no more terrorism missiles, guns, wars or bombs no more will man's inhumanity to man be allowed no more torture, rapes, muggings or robberies no more poverty or famine no more religion, idols or icons no more gossip, fornication, adultery, lying or debauchery no more cowardice, no more pain, no more death, no more suffering, no more sin. Humanity's sin is the creator of suffering, not God, as critics of the church maintain. For more to think about, please do read for yourself 1 Peter 3 verse 13 to 1 Peter 4 verse 19. Ask yourself the following questions, writing them down if you can and see how you respond or react to them then why not share your answers with your spouse or a close friend so that you can pray over any issues together question one how am I to respond to the suffering I endure question two what is my reaction to knowing that God suffered question three what hope does Jesus' resurrection from the dead give me to endure suffering as ever if you have any comments to make on this please do contact me at partake at hotmail.co.uk thank you